Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and listening audience around. And on uh, we'll be on YouTube in a minute. I mean, I'm sorry, Facebook, not YouTube. I'm on YouTube, but listeners, please go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. It's Randy Adams, I-N-C, and subscribe and watch the videos. I've had tremendous response. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to find out what the best uh, equipment to put me on YouTube, and we're going to have a bunch of stuff. And I've got some new stuff I'm working on, and so many people said they've learned so much for it, and I'm so thrilled that it's helping so many people because you need it. But uh, let's start off like I love starting off. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. Bless each and every one of the listeners to know and love and grow and understand what I'm trying to do. But I'm your vessel, and you've um, this is your show, Father. You've, uh, you've helped me through it, and you were the only one that was behind me that agreed with me uh, because you put it in me. But put the information that I've got the experience I've got into the listeners so they can learn and grow and make better decisions and have a better life. I give you praise and glory for this day and every day, and I ask it in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So thank you. Uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, please go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Um, getting tremendous response about it. I'm hoping that... Uh, I'm hoping that you learn and you grow and you understand what is going on in the car business. So I want you to be the best you can be. I want you to understand what we're doing and, and, and the direction I'm going. And and uh, we're going to get uh, – I've got a great show today, a great show. Uh, and uh, I want you to know about it. I want you to understand it. I want you to – it's it's about complacency. It's about loyalty. I mean, we're loyal to people that are not loyal to us. Uh, Jude, I love Jude. It's only one chapter, so you know you got to figure that out. But Jude sixteen, the verse sixteen. These are grumblers. You know they always grumble because it's never their fault. It's always somebody else. These are grumblers. Griping and complaining, never content, following their own passions. Loudmouth, boasters, man, that's car salesmen, isn't it? See, this whole this whole verse is about car salesmen. Flattering people to gain advantage. Pretending admiration. Flattering people to gain advantage. We're going to talk a little bit about loyalty today. Hey, give us a call here. It's on Facebook, 210-340-9585. Uh, That's 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Um, I had an email, uh, what was that, Wednesday or Thursday. What's the difference between rent to own and buy here, pay here? Rent to own can charge you more interest. Rent to own can repo you quicker. Rent-to-own charges you more for the car. Rent-to-own is not good for you. Rent-to-own is a great way for car dealers to make a lot of money. 
I, and that's the honest truth right there. And so uh, I tell my people not to do it. Um, it's not the, it's not the way to go. I'm sorry. But anyway, email me, randy at randyadamsinc.com. Helping a little lady that's got some property, that's got some issues. Because uh, I've been in real estate all my life. I buy and sell houses. Um, I help people with decisions, options. Uh, I'm going to help her. I've got the best real estate team developed. I mean, uh, hard work. There's a difference in real estate salespeople. I guarantee there is a difference, and you've got to know. And, you know, because of my, of me doing so much in the real estate, I do know the difference and uh, I work with the best, and, and I know the best, and I know the difference. And it's just like the car business. I got 58 years in experience in the car business. I got 50 years in real estate. I mean, uh, uh, I've owned so much real estate, you wouldn't believe it, and I'm always buying and selling real estate, always telling people. I get people calling me wanting advice. Hello, Margie. Donnie's online, like always. Thank you, Donnie. Hey, Odom, is, uh, is it next week? I think next week's y'all sell. Uh, I don't know. I may have to tape the show and run down there. I've got a friend of mine, and I might want to run down there and see that. But, yes, uh, happy Easter. Yes, uh, we're going to talk. In the second half of this show, I've got a special message that I've experienced, I've lived with, that's going on. I mean, I know 18 near-death experience people, medical society said they're dead, and I want to talk about that second half of the show. And it might... Uh, enlighten some people of what I've witnessed, what I've lived through, what I've been through, what I've seen. That may help people get over that hump of understanding how great God is in our lives, how great He's done so much, and how we have a future with Him. Not fire insurance, but a better life. Do you want to be a better person and have a better life? Do you want to make better decisions? Who's giving you instructions? Who's doing the things that you know, you think that that are the right things. I mean, who are you following? That's the key. You know, so uh, I want you to be the best you can, and I want you to learn. But we're going to talk about loyalty, loyalty. Well, I had a high school buddy of mine. He, in fact, he played quarterback. I was a running back. And I've known him since high school. So, And we gradu- I graduated in 67, so you know that was a long, long time ago. Uh, he, and Barry, hey, Barry, bless the uh, Lord, bless Barry, because he's a great producer. And he wasn't even born yet. And, you know, so he was born after that. So, uh, and he's he's done well in life. He he uh, is a great person, great giver, great, great blessing. And, uh, well, there went, there went my phone, but let me put it back up there. I had it messed up. So, anyway, uh, I'm sorry about that, Facebook. <laughs> and so uh, he brought me a truck, and he said, you know, he's been listening to my show. He caught me on Facebook, and he said, I brought me a truck. I didn't know that he had already made a deal on a new truck. And so he brought me this truck, and he said, what will you give? So when I offered him 32000 for this truck, um, he said, well, you'll write a check for that? Uh, well, don't I wouldn't lease a car. Dave Ramsey, there's a question on Facebook. It says, and Dave Ramsey says, never lease a car. Randy Adams says, never lease a car. 
they make sixteen. They make fifteen to twenty percent on it, instead of the small percentage they make. Uh, and it just it continues. They hey, would you put a car out with somebody not knowing what the future is going to be, not knowing what it's going to be worth, not knowing how they're going to take care of it, not knowing if they're going to be in an accident or not, and then bring the car back in at a figure that will either break even or make a little money. Well, these lease people have to leave room on that car coming back. These lease people make 15 to 20% going in. So if you're buying a $100,000 truck, they're subject to make fifteen to $20,000 on that deal. And so they, I would not lease a unit. Uh, Toyotas, Donnie said about a Toyota, hey, they keep their value. You know that. You see them at the auction. Donnie's the best ring man, I think, in the business. And uh, you know, and I, you know, he he sees these cars keep their value, you know. And so, I've I've had so many people with the lease. Here's loyalty. Oh, I believe the car dealer. I believe he's right, you know. And so, uh, and so, you know, we keep listening to, uh, we keep listening to these people, and they say, "Oh, leasing is so great for you." This, that, and the other. I've seen penalties, mileage penalties, at fifteen thousand and eighteen thousand. Uh, some people brought me a car at eighteen thousand dollar penalty. I said, "Well, we can buy the car for thirteen thousand. Well, I'll give eleven, and the penalty is eighteen thousand. Do we buy? The, what do we do? Do we pay the eight? Well, who wants to pay a penalty of eighteen thousand on mileage? But see, you got to watch out what you sign up on mileage." what the residual is, everything. There's so many different options of making money on leasing. Personally, I wouldn't lease a car. I tell people that. Dave Ramsey says, and this man's supposed to be a genius. My mother could have told him his plan is is that. But loyalty. See, we, we, we're loyal to a dealership. We get complacent. We keep going to the same place. It might be a little bit on the in, insane side. I mean, we go to the same place. And we get complacent. I had a lady at Cornerstone Church, which I'm uh, I'm there every Sunday morning on Stone Oak Door over there on the north side. And she said, all I do is I call them, tell them, get the tr- car ready, and I go in and I sign up. And it takes 30 minutes, and I'm out of there. And I've been buying cars from them every other year, every third year for years and years. I said, you know, you get complacent. And they keep adding more and more profit to it. You know, they're, they're Jude, verse 16. They're grumblers, never enough, never content, never enough profit. And they keep, you know, without a question, you just walk in there and sign up the papers and leave. Yeah. I said, this time, let's, let's play it a little harder. Let's, let's ask them what the, what the trade-in is on your car and what they're selling you the car at. And because she takes care of her cars are nice, really nice. So she called the dealership. They gave her a price. They gave her trade-in. Then she called me, and we beat the deal tremendously, tremendously. I'm telling you, it wasn't even close. She realized that her complacency, her loyalty, just like my buddy. Now, this truck was, he he said, you'll write a check for 32000 I said, I'll write a check for thirty-two. He said, well, how come? My dealership only gave me twenty nine thousand. I said it's because loyalty. They know you're going to be there. 
They know they can make money on you. They know you've been buying cars from them for 30, 40 years. And they, they know you're loyal. But are they loyal? I mean, they give him 29000 for a truck I offered 32000 And honestly, I was making 2%. I had it sold for 33000 So how does a dealership that sold him the car, he's, he's loyal, he bought it from them. How does a dealership miss a truck $4,000? Do they not know the market, or are they, are they ripping the customer off? Well, here's, well they got buyers out buying the market, so they know the market. So where's the answer in this? Loyalty. They know he's loyal. They know that... He's got complacent. He likes coming there. Oh, well, you know, they're going to service it. Hey, all these dealerships, the service department makes so much money, they cover the overhead some months. So they know he's complacent. They know he's loyal. They know he's going to trade. So I said, all right, uh, I don't want to say his name. I said, but go back and tell him that a wholesaler, not a Ford dealer, a wholesaler, is going to give thirty-two thousand, but would they treat the customer right? They're supposed to give him thirty-two because I've got it sold for thirty-three thousand. But oh no, they put they pencil whipped him. He's lulled. You know, I've already ordered the truck. I didn't know he had already ordered a truck. I didn't know he's going to be waiting on new. And I hate to tell him this, but the chips, the chip plant burnt down in Japan two weeks ago. They were short on chips. He may be waiting for this truck for a long time long time and so you know here we go again it, they they pencil whipped him they said well we'll move it up to 30,500 and that way you're getting 32.4 trade in but see they'll own that truck for 30,500 and I can still sell it for 33,000 they picked up another 2,500 on this deal Hey, I'm going to tell you, and that's a wonderful day. And we don't know what they charged him for the new truck he ordered. Oh, we're going to take care of you. Liar, liar, pants on fire. When profit is their God, and profit is the God of new car dealers, profit is the God. You don't think so? These managers make percentage of the profit. They got a base salary, and then they get a percentage of the profit every month. And so... It's tremendous amount of money that they're concerned about. So how can this dealership with conscience not give a guy thirty two thousand for a truck that I've got sold for thirty three thousand? Man, I'm gonna tell you something, you know, profit is their God, and you've got to understand that. Jude, Jude, I love Jude. And it says these are grumblers. Hey, griping and complaining because they never enough profit, never content. And I guess what? At the first of the month, hey, they're always behind. They got to get caught up. They got to make the month. It's never enough. Last month was a record month, but this month needs to be better. Following their own passions or profit, money. Hey, remember what I've told you. These dealers sell that note to a to a bank or credit union, they cash the check, the responsibility goes to the bank or the credit union for collecting the note, and then the car dealer walks off smiling all the way to the bank. Loud mouth, oh, yeah, 
You ought to hear them brag about how much money they're making. Boasters about how they took care of this customer. They ripped them off. Hey, I got 5000 profit on this deal. Well, go get some more money. Go get them to borrow some. Get a credit card. Get cash. You know, whatever. Hello, Cheryl. Anything they can. Flattering people to gain advantage. Flattering people to take advantage. They'll say anything. Anything. They'll pretend that you're the best friend they've got as long as you buy from them. I, I threw a little monkey wrench in there on this truck deal, but he's still going to do business with them. He's still going to let them have the truck, and they're, and they're going to pick up value-wise 2500 more on the truck. You know, they should give the customer 33000 He bought that truck. He's loyal to them. He comes back to them. He didn't even shop their price other than he's been listening to my show, and he wanted to know, you know, if I was for real. I guarantee you the test was for me, not the dealership. He believes in the dealership. He believed the dealership was going to take care of him. He believed that they were the best in the world, and he found out they didn't. Maybe, maybe this next time when he gets ready to buy a new truck, he might call me. Because I can get him a new truck, and some of the relatives of those people that work at these dealerships come to me because I can get you a new Ford Chevrolet, uh, Buick, GMC pickup, a Dodge, any kind of Dodge, Jeep, Toyota. I can get you all these units delivered to your door at the best price, and F&I people don't want to beat you up. You know, you see, there's so many people do not... They're so afraid to walk into a dealership nowadays, they don't even want to walk in one, and they're going online to buy a vehicle. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Love to talk to you. And so they want to go online. I'm seeing so many people make so many mistakes. I'm going to tell you the market is way up on nice, under 120,000-mile cars and trucks. Now, trucks, they go a little higher on the miles, but the real big money is under 120,000 miles. Where are you on the, on this deal? Where are you wanting to be? Do you want, to, you want 30 years of payments, and at the end of paying one off, maybe you got three, 4,000? You don't add up all those years of payments, all those years of interest. You know, the best kind of car is a paid-for car. You know, cash is still king. And it still works in the car business. Are you loyal to your, your dealership? Or do you trust them? Do you trust them with all your heart? Do you trust them enough not to question them? Well, I think that test that this, my high school buddy, I think the test was for me to see if I was for real. Yes, I get on the radio. Yes, hey, my overhead's low. I'm not bragging. My car lot's paid for. My cars are paid for. I'm a blessed man. But also, i got 58 years of experience, 58 years of connections. I've got people I've done business with 30, 40 years. You know, the ones I, in 58 years, they passed away. I mean, you know, they were, they were 30, 40 years old when I started in the business 58 years ago. But I, I still have customers, dealers that I've dealt with for 30, 40 years. And and I'm selling the grandchildren that I sold their grandfathers and grandmothers. And so I want to, I'm, I guess he figured out I'm for real when I outbid a Ford dealership 
by $3,000 and had it sold for another $1,000 profit. And when you get to thinking about $1,000 on a $32,000 investment, that's less than two. That's less than 3% that I was working on. Now, they're picking up whatever they made on his new truck and another 2500 on the deal. So what, what percentage are they working on? How loyal are you to who you're doing business with? I tell people to shop me. You know, you need a second opinion. I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. I buy cars, trucks, houses, uh, whatever's legal. And so, and I'm helping this lady and Bernie on her place. Uh, she needs options. She needs understanding. She, you know, I'm not buying her place, but I'm helping her with the best realtor to put her on that deal. I've got realtors that are experts in certain fields, and this lady would work for her. She's the best, in my opinion, in that situation. And I want her, this lady to prosper. I want her to – she's got some issues. You know, it's just like title loans. And I have all the car dealers tell me, be sure and tell everybody how bad title loans are. Well, hey, it's 330% interest, unbelievable amount of interest. You pay back more in six months than you've, you know, than you borrowed. Uh, I tell a story about a guy that used to work for me. I sold him the Tahoe. Uh, he, what did he do? He borrowed five thousand. He paid nine hundred a month back for nine months. That was eighty one hundred, and they were about to repo him. You can't overcome three hundred thirty percent interest, and so they were beating him up, about to repo him. I bought his unit. He paid in eighty one hundred, and what happened? He owed forty seven. Thirty, two hundred and seventy dollars came off of the the five thousand dollar loan. That's all. Look, they they made seventy over seventy seven hundred just on that, and then they were going to repo his Tahoe. I bought the Tahoe, give him two thousand dollars, paid his net off, and I made money. So what would they have made? Add that up if they'd repoed it. You know that. That's six thousand dollars. Six thousand. That's fourteen thousand on a five thousand dollar loan. Note under a one year. How'd you like to t- invest five thousand and make, you know, that kind of money on one year? Well, it, it happens. It happens because of title loans. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tend to your business. And this lady in that property needs to tend to her business and get it over with now. Because if she'll add up the loans, the the penalties this that and the other she's better off handling her business now get the troubles get the worries what's worry about worth i mean we have fear walking into car dealerships today and it's getting worse every day the overhead continues to go up prices continue to go up there was 2021 dodge trucks in dallas this week of course it's the mac daddy truck that were bringing a hundred and three and a hundred and eight thousand dollars. Those were used trucks. They were titled. They didn't have hardly any miles on them. But a hundred and three and a hundred and eight thousand dollars. I got it. I can prove it. I can show you on on uh, MMR. I can show you on auction report. So I mean. Hundred and three and a, and this was half ton gas trucks. I mean, they were hot rod trucks and they're specialty trucks. But I mean, where is this going to end? It's not going to end. The price is going up. Our money's getting devaluated. We got Biden up there. We got 
uh, dumb and dumber up there running our country. Well, it's really George Soros and Obama. George Soros tells Obama what to do. Obama tells Biden and Harris what to do. And so they're, they're going to devaluate our dollar. Hey, I went through the, the 82 devaluation of the peso. I know. I've witnessed it. And I asked bankers who survived that the best, and they can't tell me. Why? Why can't they tell me? Because they had an experience. Maybe they're not as old as I am. Maybe they didn't see what happened. They, maybe they don't care. Maybe they know and they don't want to tell us. I, I mean, you know, remember what it was almost two years ago or a year and a half ago when the government bailed out all the banks for $450 billion? Billion. Yeah. And they, ba- they bailed them out. They, they're guaranteed not to lose. So they're working hard at it. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. My phone number, anytime you can call me, 830-708-4789. Good morning, Hector. That's 830, and Cheryl, 830-708-4789. Give me a call. People can't believe I answered my phone. They can't believe I called them back. Hey, I wouldn't put my phone number out if I didn't mean it. And uh, 95% of my business, a phone business right now, is helping others, giving you options. Uh, the experience I've had, what I've gone through, the f- financing, the housing, the, the cars and trucks. Hey, my, my buddy tested me. I guess I passed. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. There's a big difference between 29000 and 33000 And that was his money. Now he's giving it to a new car dealership. Isn't he loyal? We'll be back in four minutes. Call, hey, call 20 people to go to Facebook. Call 20 people to go to 630 AM, the word. God bless you. We'll be Hello, right I'm back. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 AM. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello again. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com. Thank you, thank you for tuning in. Uh, be sure and and uh, tell uh, tell twenty people to go to Facebook. Tell twenty tell twenty people to go to Randy Adams Inc. Uh, that's YouTube and subscribe. Um, we're going to put like I say, I'm buying new equipment and we're putting more and more available. Uh, and then we're going to talk about. What I've experienced, I'm a blessed man because I I know 18 people that have medical society said was dead, no heartbeat, no breathing, no nothing, and while they were medically dead on earth, their spirit was still alive. Amazing. I know two people that went to hell. I know 16 that went to heaven. The two went to hell. I'm telling you. Their lives changed. One was a bad, bad dude, and I checked him out. And the Austin police said, "Oh yeah, we expect we thought he killed some people, but he he did it so smoothly and covered up. And you know, maybe we didn't investigate so hard because they killed other he killed other drug dealers. Well, anyway, he died. He OD'd and he died. And he went to the bathroom on himself. He was dead so long. He went to the bathroom on himself. Hello, Brian. And so." Then he came back to life, and when he came back to life, his life changed, and he served the next 12 years for the Lord. He passed. We had a brain aneurysm. The 16 people that were dead come back to life. They were still alive with their spirit 
and they saw what was going on. And they saw the glory of God, and they're still living today. Now, I'll take that back. Out of 18, three have passed due to age, due to time. And what I'm talking about, I've been saved since 1994. Uh, I went from a taker to a giver, from loving to from hating to loving. And uh, Jesus can do that to so many people. It can change their life. Do you, do you have the desire to be the best you can be, have the best life, live the best life? Are are you or do you believe your faith is just fire insurance? Because I'm gonna tell you, the two that went to hell, their life they changed tremendously and they were bad dudes. But I'm gonna tell you the people that realized how awesome God is in their lives, and our spirit's gonna live forever. When a pastor tells you your spirit's gonna live live forever, it's because of your spirit, what you're thinking, what we're talking about right now. You're absorbing what I'm saying. The Spirit understands that and sees that. And my Spirit kind of comes in and, and with yours, comes together. But do you want to live forever? That Spirit's going to live forever one place or another, either heaven or hell. And that, because of these 18 people, I've learned so much, blessed so much. And, and that's why I've got the witnesses to tell other people. And I've told so many people and they say, well, well, the pastor says I'm going to live forever. This body's not going to live forever. Oh, I understand my body's 72 years old, even though I work out quite a bit. And I mean, the Lord's blessed me with good health. But, it, hey, our spirit's going to live forever. Where is it going to live? Good morning, Mac. And so, uh, Mark. And so where is it, where is it going to live ever? It's your choice. And that's what you need to know. You know, walk with the wise and you become wise. For the companions of fools suffers harm. Well, in the car business, that harms that monthly payment. Man, the monthly payment's not too high. They just come too often every 30 days. You ever feel that way? Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, so walk with the wise. Learn from the wise. See what the, the successful people do and maybe follow that. Maybe you're going the wrong direction. Maybe your mind has got you going in the wrong direction. Hey, I... Let's give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And so is your mind, your desires, your emotions, hey, that's what car dealers work on. You know, know-it-alls, no problem selling a know-it-all. Just tell them how smart they are. Hey, and just build them up. Their old pride will get bigger in Dallas, and they're easy to sell in. Hey, and, you know, and then you got people that get so excited. We got income tax checks coming. We've got uh, the government sending 1400 out to everybody. Gather that money and buy a cash car. But so many of them will take the income tax money, and they'll take the government money, and they'll go buy them a car and put a bunch down. And what happens then? They buy a piece of crap. You know, and they're not happy. And then they lose it. So that money, the buy here, pay here dealerships got rich off of the the government money and the, and the income tax of last year. It all come together. Hey, and people are back on. How do you get back on your feet? Well, miss a payment. That car dealer will put you back on. We got GPSs. We got GPS. We'll, that GPS will tell us what side of the garage you're parked on. 
where you're at at all times. I'm going to tell you the truth. I got a guy that bought a truck from us, told us it wasn't running. Well, we put it up on the computer, and it was running. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, he's he lying to us. You know, I mean, we've got, you know, we found out how far, he, where he was going, what he was doing, and everything else, you know. But, I mean, why lie when I got a GPS? Well, I mean, you know. So technology, people, things have changed. The car business has changed. Uh, I've seen 58 years of changes in the car business, and none of them to your advantage. That's why so many senators want that free money from the car dealers, because they threaten to make regulations and times tougher on it. And every once in a while, they stumble into something that is correct, just like the car dealer magazine here I just happen to have with me. You know how that goes. Well, the FTC, that's Federal Trade Commission, complained allegedly that African-American consumers were charged about 163 more in interest than similar uh, situated non-Hispanic white consumers, and Hispanic consumers were charged $211 more interest, and that's that's a year. I mean, that's that's it's. A, we have this new car dealership had a million and a half fine to uh, settle on them overcharging people. The dealership was also accused of failing to honor advertised sale prices. What happens is dealers will get you. They won't have home field advantage. Is what they want. So they'll they'll get an advertised price and get it. Just like I told you about the guy, hello, Butch, and Cheryl's back. And so just about like the guy here in San Antonio called me, and he was unhappy. They had this truck advertised so cheap. He called him. He didn't live, but I think, what was it, 10, 15 minutes away from the dealership. He said, called him, said, Is it, oh, yeah, the salesman told him the truck's here. Ask for so-and-so. I'll, I'll put you right to that truck. No problem at all. So, well, they, him and his wife walked in, and so they took off to the back lot. He said they wandered around. The good part about it is he got exercise out of it, but that was it. He said, the more I walked, the hotter I got. And we couldn't find this truck that was on sale, and it would sound like the greatest deal around, and he'd been shopping on the Internet, and they wasted his hour and a half, two hours, trying to find it. But they found this other truck. That was just like it, but it was ten thousand more. You don't think they don't want home field advantage? I'm gonna tell you. Hey, we keep score. Remember, this is just like a football game, but we keep score with your money. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Dealers always win. Yeah, they don't lose. Changing the price on the paperwork in the middle of the sale without telling the customer. This is in print here. This is in. It's highlighted here. This is in print. Now, I mean, they catch dealers. I just happen to have this week a the heads the head investigator for the state of Texas come by my car lot, and he brought a team with them, and they were looking for somebody that I've done business with before, and they were hot. I mean, they were hot. And they took pictures of my place where, you know, this, that, and the other, and then they went over me with a fine-tooth comb. And the head investigator said, you know, Randy, we, there's no violations for you at all. I said, well, 
I'm director of the Used Car Dealer Association forever. I know the laws. I said, but 80% of the car dealers in this San Antonio area don't know the laws and don't care and don't want to learn and don't want to do what's right. He said, well, you got a clean bill of health. Even though we wasn't looking at you, we wasn't searching for you. We were searching for this other dealership. And so while we're here, and you're you were associated with them, I said no. I was leasing a office to them. Well, still, you know, we checked you out, and you you passed with flying colors. And then the other person, well, he he had a team with him. The other person said, yeah. Very seldom we can't go to a dealership and write about five or six violations. Well, I don't want the violations. I want to do it right. Let me change in the sales price on the paperwork in middle of the sale without telling the customer. Hey, that's in print right here. Maybe I'll take a picture of it and put it on Facebook later. Randy Adams Facebook. I'm going to post that later, later today. So, Look out at Facebook, and you can have it. You can read it yourself, and you can tell other people. Better go watch out what these dealers will do. Double charging consumers for taxes and fees. That's the next line. How you like that, Bubba? Yeah. Double charging consumers for taxes and fees and charging buyers for certified pre-owned cars thousands of dollars in unnecessary fees that are not required by the CPO program, which is a certified program. So, man, just that one paragraph would make you cry, wouldn't it? I'm telling you. And that's what this dealership was doing. But how many other dealerships are doing that around? You know, they can't give you one price and go up on it and charge you another price. Well, evidently, this dealership was doing it, you know. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money. And this is happening. I mean, just like the used car manager knew the market on my buddy's truck, my high school buddy's truck, but they didn't give it to him. And then when they found out the real market on his truck, they still wouldn't give it to him. You know, I mean, if I didn't have any money up, I think I'd go get me a truck ordered somewhere else, shop the price, and get the money on the truck. Get that money, trade it in, save that money. I mean, it's 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 a bunch of money for him. It's 1500 cash to him. It's $1,000 to me because I know where to sell it and what to do with it. So it's a 20 And I guarantee you, complacency, loyalty is going to cost him money. I'd, I'd pick up the phone. I've got, I've got a Ford dealer that will take care of him. He, I've got a Ford dealer nobody beats their prices on. Nobody. had a friend of mine uh, that wanted a new truck, and this guy can afford a new truck. I mean, he stroked a check for his wife's Audi and his new truck with no problem at all, no sweat at all. And he told me that he finally found a truck, but it was so much cheaper than locally. It was unbelievable. I mean, 5000 is what he said. And, I mean, he got a Mac Daddy truck. He got all the equipment, all the bells and whistles. So, I mean, he got, you know, almost like a, 
I mean, a Mercedes, I guess, kind of car with all the stuff on it. And he saved that much money? Why? Because here's here's one of the keys you've got to understand. Number one, we don't have enough chips, and the chip plant burnt down. Number two is that when the zero interest rate came out, dealers went up on the prices to make more money because they're scared they're going to run out of inventory. So what did they do then? They sold a low. Everybody's low. If a dealership's got too many vehicles, it's because his prices are too high. So everybody got the prices up right now, and even worse because there's not enough inventory, even worse because they don't know when the chips are coming in. Dodge, they said, hey, we're going to switch the chips, and we're going to do something else. So they're doing something else. They're trying to outrun it. But Ford GM had long contracts with the chip people. And they're scared to, I guess, get out. I don't know. But it looks like, to me, you can't sell from an empty wagon. Well, when you, you get down to a few wagons and then this wagon sale, you just got to go up on the price and make more money. That's what I explained to my buddy when locally everybody was 5000 higher. They Hey, they're short on inventory. They got to make more money per unit, you know. But, of course, he bought a $50,000 truck. And 5000 on top of that would have been 10%, you know. So they were working on 10% instead of working on 2 or 3%, you know. And it, there's so many different avenues now. There's in my, one of these magazines I had, I think, last week, talking about add-ons. And, the, the, you know, the senators, they want to get in front of the TV. They want to act like they're the best and the baddest around. And so they're going to fight these add-ons. They're going to show the public how they're trying to help them and protect them. And, and then the, I don't know who pays them off, but all of a sudden they shut up about it and they don't follow through. But they sure look good on TV. You know, hey, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to do the right job for y'all. I'm going to protect you. And these car dealers are getting to you. Well, like the old Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren. I'm going to show y'all how much money the new car dealerships are making in F&I. And we're going to change the laws. We're going to really beat them up. We're going to do this, that, and the other. She talked about it for about six weeks. Then all of a sudden, she shut up and didn't do a thing about it. Oh, man. Hey, I'm Randy Adams. You can call me anytime, 830-708-4789. Eight nine, I'm gonna give that phone number at the end of the show. Get pen and paper. Eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. I get a lot of calls. I appreciate it. I don't mind talking to you. I'm gonna give you your options, your opportunities, what's going on, what you should look at. Uh, talk to a lot of people. I've talked them out of trading. They got great cars. They're almost paid for. I believe I'd get it paid for and then start making payments to myself. And, and save that money, and that way you have cash to buy something else. I don't know if Bobby's online, but it's Bobby's birthday. He's my mechanic, uh, one of them. So anyway, happy birthday, Bobby, just in case you're around. If not, you're probably sleeping in or fishing, one of the two. And so I, I see so much that's going on in the car business that we really need to work on. And I've, I, the loyalty that we were talking beginning of the show Hey, car dealers don't have any loyalty. Their loyalty is to that profit, you know. And you're doing the same thing with the same dealer over and over and over, just like that lady at the church 
you know, and then finally she woke up and realized they were trying to make about five grand on her. You know, she thought her unit wasn't worth nothing, and then she wasn't checking the price and seeing what they were charging on the other stuff. So, I mean, you know, your desires will place you in a position where, you know, you can be manipulated, you can be taken advantage of, you can be put in de- in debtor's prison, and I don't want you to do that. I want you to know what's going on in the market. I want There's a shortage of good-used cars. Your car's worth something. Don't give it away. Get get Give me a call. I'll tell you what it's worth. I mean, you know, that test I went through with my high school buddy, I'd like to know what he's told his wife about that. You know, second opinion. You need a second opinion. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, here, here's a situation. They, I had a dealership make a mistake, and it's an independent big-time used car dealers association, uh, I mean, uh, situation. Uh, there's some big used car lots here in town owned by billionaires, and uh, they love financing you at 20% when you deserve two or three. They love taking advantage of you. Well, this one made a mistake. So I had a radio listener. His son passed away, and he had a low mileage Tacoma extended cab. And uh, he said, Randy, I want to sell it. Well, I made an offer. And I've, I step up there. I'm a, I'm a Toyota fan. You know that. Tacomas especially. I stepped up there, offered him a lot of money. I can. This was a 12 model. I can buy 15s and 16s, new body style, for the same money with a little less miles. And somebody made a mistake. And so he said, Randy, I, I've got you beat quite a bit. I said, well, go sell it. Go sell it to them. They've made a mistake. They paid all the money. But stop and think about this afterwards after thinking about it and examine it, because I examine everything I say and I do. I want to do it right. But here, if I would have taken that truck to the auction, I would have made a little money. But time it went on the board, this dealership and two or three other dealerships would have been bidding against the the people that finally bought. Maybe they made the right mis- mistake by giving too much because they would have had to pay a fees and they would gamble on getting it, you know, and why not step up and pay a little more? And maybe they had a customer that fit that situation exactly what they had. But they paid more money than I would. And I told the man the truth. Go sell it to them. Go straight there, gather the money, get the money, put it in the bank, and just text me when you, when the deal's completed. And don't let them beat you up. Don't let them try to cut any of the money, they made you the offer, you've got a nice unit, make them pay the money. And that's what I'll do. Just like getting you a, a new truck, new Ford, Chevy, Dodge, uh, Jeep, Toyota, Buick, GMC, whatever I get you new, if your trade-in, the dealership needs it, they've got a customer for it, and they outbid me, I let them have it. I want the best for you. And I do this, but it happens about every sixth of the time, you know, one out of ten probably average. And so when they offer too much money, I'm going to let them, let, let them have it. It's the best way for you. This show, I know this sounds corny, but this shows what the Lord's pushed me into. I mean, I'd be pushed in. I mean, this, this show cost me money. I'd love to see a big credit union, a sponsor, bank that wants to prove the community. See, covert 
Auto Group wants you to be educated. And if you're educated, they know that you're going to do business with them because they do it right. One of the few that I know, I know all the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, I do. Yeah, the ugly car dealers. And I mean, that's the ones that try to make 40, 50% on you, try to put you in debtor's prison forever. And that way you're locked up. And then when you come back, there is no free rides in the car business. Ain't nothing free. Hey, you know, hey, this 4,500 uh, wreck, you know, bring in your wreck car, your junk car. We're going to give you 4,500 trade in. There's always gimmicks. There's always ways. There ain't nothing free in the car business. Those guys are just trying to get you in there, and they're going to, you know, put 4500 more on the price. They're going to add 4500 on F&I. I mean, time you get through there, most of those gimmick deals like that, the people end up buying something. Well, 85% of the people that walk into a dealership buy something they don't intend to buy. And so the dealers know how to twist you off. That's all there is. We're well educated. Well, hey, we got a call. Let's make it quick. Say hi and bye, huh? Is it, no, don't tell me it's Carlos. This is Randy Adams anyway. But uh, we had a late call that just come in. And so, Greg, yes, sir, Greg, I'll answer your question. Yes, sir, Greg. Yeah, Randy, is it true that there is a shortage of new trucks and because of getting parts and like Yep, sure, that's correct. And they're and they're price. And so if I was buying a new truck right now, I think I'd wait because until the production comes back in, uh there's shortage in all kinds of stuff. Lumber I mean, look at the lumber prices. Look at the parts problems. We're having problems finding parts, getting parts, but it's the chips that are stopping the new trucks. Plus, they're selling. People are buying with unbelievable amount of fierce buying. I mean, and they're paying the price. They don't care. I mean, they're walking in, getting them a new truck, and they're paying way over what they should be because there's a shortage. The dealerships are scared they're going to be out of inventory, no wagons to sell. And so that's, yes, that's true. And you need to watch out on buying a new truck right now. You need to shop, shop, shop. Even all of my dealers are out. And I'm buying, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm selling used trucks for stupid money at the auction because independent big used car dealerships, new car dealerships are fighting over inventory. They're all frustrated. They're all gone crazy. And it's a wild, wild west out there. Hey, we've sold some trucks, and I, I'm selling cars at the auction and trucks for more than I can sell them on my lot. It's, it's crazy. But, Greg, that's correct. Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I'll answer your call. If not, keep trying me. If I'm super busy, call me the next day, 830-708-4789. God bless you. Have a blessed Easter. See your family. See your friends. Hey, Jesus Christ died for us. Our spirit's going to live forever. Where do you want to live it? I love you. God bless you.